0: You are Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Boom. Can y'all hear? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Is the sound working? Yes. Boom. There we go, y'all. So look, I tried to switch over the camera. I hope the camera stuff works now. Trying to make sure I know we're having some feed issues last time. But look, we're locked in. We're good to go, y'all. Y'all, this is literally an embodiment of what has happened in the last 24 hours for the Denver Nuggets. I went into this game fully hoping, fully expecting. Man, Denver Nuggets, they got Lori Marketing, they got John Collins starting at the center position. This should be a game that they absolutely win. They should be able to beat Utah in Utah for the first time in quite a while. And they did not get that done. And I was, I'm not going to hold y'all. This was probably one of the first times that I was actually bothered with how they were playing in a while. The Magic game, again, second night of a back-to-back, euphoric win, for sure. OKC, second night of a back-to-back, the offense scored 93 points. I get it. You don't love to see it, but it happens. This game in particular, though, I think the most frustrating part about this is you know that the Nuggets – haven't been able to win in Utah consistently, but then on top of that, this is a team that is playing very well. And you know what? You have a chance to tie for the lead in the Western Conference. This is a game that is very winnable. This is a team, while even though they're playing good, you have the advantage over. And for them to not be able to show up was it was disappointing to say the least. Y'all, the Nuggets lost last night, 124. One eleven, But listen to this, the best starting five in the NBA, the best starting five in the NBA, minus 27 for Jamal Murray, minus 20 for KCP, minus 21 for Nikola Jokic, minus 20 for Aaron Gordon, minus 18 for Michael Porter Jr., y'all. What? In Utah, Jokic yesterday scored 27 points, had 11 rebounds, had 6 assists. He was 8 of 9 from the field for 89%. 8 of 9 from the field, 89% from the field. He was 10 of 12 from the free throw line for 83%. And he seemingly was having his way, but the Nuggets could not get him the ball. The Nuggets weren't playing any defense. Y'all, by the first quarter, the Utah Jazz had made five threes. In the first quarter. Now, the game before versus the Bucks, I want to say they might have made nine or ten three-pointers in the first quarter. So, the Jazz, again, they had been cooking props to them. But from the start, the Nuggets rotations were terrible. They had no communication and the hustle, none of it, none of it was there. And you just felt like from the onset, the Nuggets, they just didn't quite have the energy that they could have had last night in order to get the job done versus the Utah Jazz. Yesterday, listen to this. Lori Marketing, 26 points, 12 rebounds, 12 of 12 from the free throw line. Fouled entirely too much. John Collins, 15 points. He was two of four from three, six of 10 from the field. Collins Sexton, 22 points last night, eight of 14 from the field, two of four from three, four of four from the free-throw line, a plus 11 for college section, a plus 12 for John Collins, a plus 17 from Lori Marketing. Yesterday, just, y'all, now I want to say this. The Nuggets have had nine back-to-backs this year, so I'm going to give them some some credit. They've had nine back-to-backs. They've had to deal with one of the worst travel schedules, back-to-back schedules, away schedules, all that stuff. No problem. But yesterday wasn't just that. They came out with extremely lackadaisical energy. Extremely lackadaisical energy. They just did not seem to be able to put together a performance that you expect from a team that won an NBA championship, that's trying to win another NBA championship. None of it was there. And Jamal Murray... You know, we'll talk about him more in the second segment, too. Not a good game, again, for Jamal yesterday. uh, Jamal had 12 – he had 17 points. He was a minus 27. 17 points, six assists, four of four from the free throw line. He was one of five from three. And then he was also six of 15 from the field. He was five of 10 from two. But he was six of 15 from the field, one of five from three. And yesterday, he had four turnovers. Nikola Jokic had six turnovers yesterday. So from your two best players, your two best players, they had 10 turnovers versus the Utah Jazz. <clears throat> just not good enough. Not acceptable, man. And hopefully, this will be a little bit of a wake-up wake, call, wake up call for them. Um, just because defensively, y'all, they just haven't been – the same quality of team that they have been over the course of the year. At one point in time, I want to say like a week ago, they might have been six in defense. They slid all the way to 10. Now, some of this is because those slots are divided by very thin margins. But well, they gave up 124 points to the Jazz. They gave up 114 to the Pistons and they gave up 122 to the Magic and they gave up 127 points to the Warriors. Huh? That's not Denver Nuggets basketball. And again, we're going to talk about that in the second segment because there's a lot of things that are kind of happening right now. And we're going to go through a couple of these games um, and explaining away the lack of energy that they have needed on the defensive end. But, y'all, the last four defensive games just haven't been good. And they ran into a buzzsaw of a team that fully believes in its identity. It's locked into what it's doing. And they really have bought in to their process so far this year. And the Nuggets just were not able to bring the requisite energy to get that job done at all yesterday. So really unfortunate game, really unfortunate performance for the Denver Nuggets. And I knew I was going to have to come and do this episode, y'all. And I was like, man, y'all really some troopers, man. Whoever watches Locked On Nuggets for this episode, y'all are some troopers because yesterday was not a pretty game at all. But we'll be right back in segment two. We got to talk about the Denver Nuggets bench. We got to talk about the defensive game they've been having lately why they're playing so bad defensively and we're going to tap into that more in segment 2 so oh, i know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life but can we just talk just for a minute about preparing for real life according to the fda pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin Right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade, that's kind of scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than one of my loved ones, one of my friends, or one of my, you know, nieces or nephews getting sick while a supply chain issue is happening that's keeping them from getting the life-saving medication that they need. But thankfully, we can be okay because of Chase Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff can happen to literally any one of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board of certified physicians and your medical medications, all everything that you need Your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off of your order. So y'all, welcome back to segment two of Locked On Nuggets, y'all. Just a really frustrating game versus Utah yesterday, and uh, again, you know, I don't get frustrated watching a lot of Denver Nuggets games because everything is over the course of the season. But yesterday was definitely one of them, just because the energy level wasn't what it needed to be yesterday. But y'all, the Denver Nuggets haven't had good defensive games lately. The Jazz, one hundred twenty-four points allowed. The Pistons, one hundred fourteen points allowed. The Magic, one hundred twenty-two points allowed. The Warriors. 127 points allowed. Now, prior to this, they've been doing well. They gave up versus uh, the Hornets, 93 points. They gave up 119 to the Thunder. But they gave up 105 to the Grizzlies, 114 to the Warriors. They gave up 95, excuse me, 95 to Charlotte. They gave up 117 to the Nets, 104 to the Raptors, just 104 to the Mavericks. They lost and they gave it 118 to the thunder. They gave up 101 to the Nets, 106 to the Bulls, and they had actually been playing fairly good defensive basketball over the course of the last month. Again, they're 12 and 4 in their last 16 games as well. But for whatever reason, y'all, they have just not been able to lock in on that end, and I think some of this is because they are tired, but I think too when you get into January, and when you're starting to win a lot of games or you're coming off a lot of back-to-backs and all that stuff, some of this is they just weren't able to find the energy and the execution and the communication. Michael Malone, during the course of the Utah game, used all of his timeouts. The Nuggets would get back into the game. They're down 20, get back down 13. Immediate run. Turnover, turnover, missed shot, Miss shot. Three-pointers wide open. Kelly Olenek, Colin Sexton. Next thing you know, the Utah Jazz are back up by 20. The Nuggets started the game off. They were clanking, missing everything short, which is the sign of your legs. And then defensively, nowhere to be seen. And, it's again, it's similar to what we saw last year through December when they had the 29th the defense in the NBA. They just didn't seem to have the energy to commit to that end. And they just didn't have the communication that they needed either. So it's a really, really frustrating outcome for how the team was able to perform. But ultimately, man, they're gonna have to turn it around. Because y'all, we're gonna talk about this in the segment three. They got some really, really tough games coming up. And the point of attack defenders, quite frankly, were abysmal yesterday for the Nuggets. And honestly, KCP. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, Aaron Gordon, Christian Brown, Peyton Watson. again, they've been really good this year, but they just were not good enough yesterday. They weren't good enough. and there were multiple opportunities and multiple times where when they were playing versus the jazz, they just acted like they just couldn't like Christian Brown, for instance, in the third quarter yesterday, got Lori marketing, six foot ten Lori marketing on the perimeter, and Laurie is on the left wing, literally just drives by, body, body, get to the rim, finish over Christian Brown. Collin Sexton, DHO, Joker, he has to play kind of inner intermediary because John Collins is rolling, and they give up a wide-open layup. They had it yesterday to close the second half. The Nuggets had gotten back in the game, and they let another run happen for the Utah Jazz, and Aaron Gordon gets beat by Collins Jackson to the rim and fouls him on a layup. Not good enough. The Nuggets yesterday, they just didn't have the energy, and then even lately, now they've been scoring. They've been scoring like madmen, and that's what's been saving them. But when your shot doesn't fall like it did not yesterday, it puts you in a really, really bad predicament. Again. They gave up, they're giving up just in the last two games. They're giving up an average of 120 points a game versus the Magic. They went 122. They're giving up an average over 122 points a game since the Warriors game. That's not different nugget basketball. And honestly, they're not going to win that way. There's a reason in the last four games, they're two and two, and the two wins are versus the Warriors and versus the Pistons, and then they lost versus the Jazz and versus the Magic. It's just not good enough, y'all. So, you know, we're going to find out a lot about what's in the tank for them uh, coming up because, yo, these games ain't going to be no joke. They're not going to be a joke at all. And the person that I'm actually really curious to see how they're going to respond is Jamal Murray. Now, Jamal, to be fair, he's been playing really good for a majority of the year. Majority of the year, Jamal Murray has looked really good this season. He's played very consistently. He's been efficient. And even over this last the little winning streak they've been on, ball has been shooting really well from the field. See, Jamal Murray, in the 16 games where they've gone 12-4 and four over the stretch, he's averaging 22 points, six assists, five rebounds. Really good. And he's shooting 49% from the field, 41% from the three. And he's shooting 90% from the free throw line. Now, what's taped him is that in the last four games, Jamal Murray is four of 13, 19, 25. Jamal Murray is four of 25 from three over the last 16 games. Again, that's just not Jamal Murray basketball, y'all. Like, He's been a really good decision maker for most of the season and most of this run. Uh, but for whatever reason, really, it started kind of in the OKC game. So after Memphis, he had 28 versus Memphis, 10 of 18 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3, 5 of 5 from the free throw line. Uh, but versus OKC, he had uh, nine points and he had 11 assists. Really, ever since that game, he's just not been the consistent. High level Jamal that you're used to, and then even if you go back before that, so that's the thing. He's four of, he's five of twenty, he's five of twenty five, I believe, in the last five games from three. But then before that, he was five of nine. So you know, ten of thirty four. But then before that, he was one of six, one of six. That's eleven for forty. So Jamal's doing a lot of shot-checking. Now, it's not shot-checking in a bad way. It's not shot-checking in a bad way because you want your your best shooter to shoot the ball. The problem is is that it's his decision-making that's been associated with these shots that's been causing the Nuggets some issues. Last six games, including the OKC game, Jamal is averaging 22 points. He's averaging seven assists, 44% from the field, 27% from three. He's shooting 87% from the line, but you just expect more from him. And so I do believe he will be better because he's a much better player. He's an all-star caliber player in the regular season, uh, but he's going to have to be better uh, over the next couple of games for the Denver Nuggets to do what they're hoping to do and to really get back in position uh, to hopefully secure the one seed as they been trying. But y'all in segment three, we're going to talk about the next couple of games for the Nuggets. They're going to be really big games. Uh, really important stuff to tap into with them, y'all. But we'll be back for segment three here, Locked On Nuggets. So, Prize Pick is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Now, instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more or less On a two to six player stat projection and watch the winnings roll in. Now, here's the thing. One of my favorite things about Prize Picks Prize Pick now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this basketball season, which is great because that way it makes the whole process much, much easier for me. You get quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types. And that's what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Gives you a, 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 a litany of options and it gives you an easy, easy way to deposit into your account. So, y'all, if you go to prizepix.com slash locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for a first deposit matchup to $100. Again, that's prizepix.com slash locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for a first deposit matchup. We'll be right back here. Locked on. Nuggets. So, y'all, we are here for the final segment of Locked On Nuggets, y'all. And again, very frustrating loss yesterday. But the Nuggets, we everybody need to put it behind us uh, because there's a lot of stuff that they got to tap into. And I think that they will respond because they have no choice but to respond. So, y'all, upcoming the Denver Nuggets, tomorrow, Friday, they're gonna have the New Orleans Pelicans. And y'all, the Pelicans are not playing games. The Pelicans are six and one in their last seven games, and they've been winning on the road. They have been winning on the road. The Pelicans have been really, really good on the road. The Pelicans have won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight road games. Seven straight road games and they're also 6 and 1 in their last 7 and their only loss is to the clippers and the clippers have been streaking. They demolished the warriors 141-105. They demolished the kings 133 to 100. They beat the Timberwolves 117-106 and they beat the nets 112 to 85. And they beat the lakers 129 to 109 and they also beat the jazz in new orleans 112 to 105. The team is cooking The entire team is cooking. Everybody has been locked in for their squad. So the Nuggets are going to have to come out. They're going to have to play serious, man, or else this will be another loss because the Nuggets haven't even been good at home. They haven't even been good at home over the last stretch of games. The Nuggets lost the game at home to the Magic, and they lost the game at home to the Thunder, and they lost the other game at home to the Thunder, and they lost the game at home to the Rockets. Four home losses. Four home losses since December 8th, basically in the last month. And then on top of that after the Pelican, they got the Pacers. So this is the thing. These are your two easiest games because they're at home. Because right after that, the 76ers and Celtics are waiting. And that's going to be in their house. So I think for me. I'm expecting Jamal Murray to have a bounce-back game. CJ McCollum, Ho- Jose Alvarado, Herb Jones—they're all going to be there, and they're going to require him to play well. KCP, Christian Brown, Peyton Watson—the point of attack defense has to be solid. Aaron Gordon's going to have a really big defensive responsibility with Zion Williamson. So will Nikola Jokic, and Jokic—he hasn't had a, He's had a really small, a really low shot profile. Over the last several games. And again, a lot of this is because he's trying to get his teammates involved. He's trying to get Denver Nuggets going. He's averaging on the last six games 21 points, nine assists, and nine rebounds. He's shooting 80% from the field, 80% from three, 83% from the line. I think more is going to be demanded of both of them. More will be demanded of them both. And over the course of that stretch, all the Nuggets are three and three. So it's not even like they're winning. They're not even winning. So, yeah, they're going to have to come out and play. And y'all, the, the Pacers are, are streaking. I don't know if y'all had had a chance to look at the current standings uh, in the league. But let me read them to you. The Indiana Pacers, they're tied with the New York Knicks for the, for the fourth seed right now. Tied with the Knicks for the fourth seed. The Pelicans? They're sitting at three and a half games back of the first seed at 23 and 15. They won two straight. Y'all, the Nuggets are sitting at 26 and 13. They're a game out of first place, but they're also one game out of fourth place because the Clippers have been streaking, and the Clippers are 24 and 13 on the season. They just played two less games. So all of this stuff combined is the Nuggets, they really, really, really are going to have to turn it up. And some of this is going back to the bench too. Uh, The bench for the Denver Nuggets has had some really up and down play. One of the things that Malone has done as of late is he's been staggering Jamal Murray a lot more with the bench at the top of the second quarter to try to mitigate some of the issues they've been having. But honestly, a lot of this is Reggie Jackson has to play better. Reggie Jackson's defense has not been good, not only not able to stay in front of people, but even just falling asleep. Y'all, there was a play yesterday where the Nuggets went zone because they couldn't guard anybody, and when they were in zone, Colin Sexton was standing right behind Reggie Jackson, and Reggie was so focused to the ball. Here's to say, this is the the bench and the left side of the court. Reggie was so focused on the ball that he didn't even see Colin behind him. Colin slips, gets the ball, and shoots a nice little, very short, wide open mid range, and then Joker turns around as the ball goes through the net, and he's just kind of staring, looking out into the distance. And I'm just like, yo, what's going on? Why is Kelly Olinic wide open on three-pointers? Why is Connor Sexton wide open? You can't do that versus the Pelican, and you definitely can't do that versus the Pacers. Now, the Pacers, more than likely, would not have Tyrese Halliburton, because Tyrese Halliburton, he heard, is growing the other night. And so he's going to need some time in order to get back. But outside of that, y'all, The Nuggets better tap in, man, because they got some really important games coming up. So, again, they got the Pelicans at home. They need to win that one. They got the Pacers at home. They need to win that one. And then they have the 76ers. They got the Celtics, the Wizards, the Pacers, and the Knicks on a five-game road stand. And then they come back and play the 76ers, the Bucks, and the Thunder. So, a really tough part of the schedule. But, look, you got to get the job done. You got to get the job done. It's that simple. When you are the NBA champion, I think this is a thing that I don't know if you all have necessarily noticed, but something that stuck out to me. When you're the NBA champion, y'all, everybody is gonna play up to basically the best they can play every single night. Look, Walrus, you get it. Never see another missed bobbled rebound to turn into a wide open three. Again it, again. This is not stuff that's just been happening yesterday. This happened versus the Warriors game that they won. The execution. The sharpness, the attention to details has to get back up here. Has to get back up here. So we'll see how they respond. We'll see what they do. Uh, but these teams are not going to be playing games at all. And the bench, Peyton Watson, Christian Brown, Zeke Najee, Reggie Jackson, DeAndre Jordan, got to have better. DJ, you can't get blocked at the rim again like that. Colin, I think it was – who was it? It was uh, it was Ochai Bajie. Blocked DeAndre Jordan at the rim. Can't happen. That's a guard multiple times. And then him getting blocked at the rim led to a flyout, and then they get two rim runs right after that. Like all of this stuff has to be picked up. All of it, the energy, it has to be get there. Now, again, I also want to be clear about this. It's a regular season loss in Utah. It's a regular season loss with seven players out for the Magic in Denver to the Magic. It's a regular season loss to the Thunder. Well, they only scored 93 points. All that stuff is true. But you also want to go back to developing some really good habits. And that, for you, starts on your energy on the defensive end, y'all. But, y'all, that's going to do it for Lockdown Nuggets. Y'all know what time it is. Make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe. Matt will be back with you tomorrow. Pelicans game tomorrow. And then the Indiana Patriots game on Sunday. See y'all soon.